Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. A new mobile harm reduction unit has been launched in Dublin. The Anna Liffey Drug Project has launched the initiative. The Vanna Liffey, aptly named, launched because it's in a van, on International Overdose Awareness Day and aims to reduce the risk of drug-related harms. Now, as you all know, of course, planning had been refused for the injection centre in Dublin. And I suppose this is like a mobile injection centre, would be fair to say. And Tony Duffin is the CEO of the Anna Liffey Drug Project. Good afternoon to you, Tony. Hi, Niall. How are you? Are you well? I'm good. I mean, essentially, that's what it is. And I'm sure you were quite disappointed that the planning permission was turned down. I know there are many people who objected to it. There are many well, people who were for it. So I'm sure you were disappointed by that. Well, well, I suppose firstly, it, it, unfortunately, it's not uh, a, a supervised injection facility. So we'll come back to what it does do. Yeah. Um, because that would require a license from the, from the minister. Um, and... Uh, that 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 is that the focus is on um, merchants keys fixed site service getting up and running. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're right. I mean, it is disappointing for everybody involved um, in in the you know the development of uh, supervised injection facilities in Ireland uh, that that there's been delays and the delays are due to um, uh, planning processes. So um, uh, merchants key applied for planning. Um, as they were uh, bound to, and they were refused by a board for an order. Um, they appealed, it was uh, granted, and then a judicial review began um, at a, lo- a local school, at St. Alden's um, uh, National School, uh, start, but began, uh, began a judicial review. I, it's, it's still ongoing, and it's been going on yeah. for quite some time. But in relation yeah. to what you do, obviously the whole idea, of course, is to reduce harm, because so many people, unfortunately, die... Well, maybe or become HIV positive from dirty needles yep. um, or, you know, or people can overdose as well if they're not getting, I suppose, the support services they need um, or they can get, I suppose they can get, you know, I mean, they can, there's so many drug related harms and basically you're out there to try, I suppose, and give them, you know, clean needles, um, yep. sterile equipment because the last thing we want is people dying. I mean, that's 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 the goal, the end goal, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Look, no, no, you're very knowledgeable about this. Like, I mean, that, that's exactly right. Um, sadly, you know, there is a, a very significant drug problem on the streets of Dublin. Um, I don't think any of the listeners will be surprised by that um, statement. Um, and by COVID, the way, by the way, sorry for interrupting you, Tony, but it, would yes. would Dublin be the epicenter of that? I mean, or is there a similar problem in Cork, Limerick, Galway? Oh, yeah. Um, so I think I think like most capital cities, we have the lion's share of of, of and uh, of difficulties. Um, but I think that that across Ireland, um, uh, you know, in urban centres, as you described, Cork and 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 Limerick and 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 Galway, etc., uh, and others, um, and indeed in rural areas, we have a very significant problem. Uh, uh, across Ireland. And again, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody anymore. It's well and truly covered in the media on a daily basis. Um, I suppose the, the, the question is, what are we going to do about it? Um, and this is this is one service that we've that we've uh, expanded, I suppose, uh, and and a significant service to development um, to get. Basically, we got an ambulance donated to us from Lifeline Ambulance um, uh, Service. Uh, around January time 
Um, we've rewrapped it so it's not as obviously looks like a, a, an ambulance. It's it's big, but it's uh, you don't sound out like a sore thumb either. Yeah, yeah. It's discreet. It doesn't have analytic drug project written all over it or anything no, like that. No, no, that um, might not be appropriate. I yeah, suppose. Yeah, yeah. And it, it can what it can do is we can roll it in. We can drive it into an area where there's an identified a significant problem with with you know street based injecting or deeds other types of drugs. Um, okay, so and, just to clarify for the listeners, because maybe I was a bit confused initially too when I had heard about it. So you're not replacing the idea of an injection centre, so they're not going to no. have supervised injections because, as you mentioned, you'd have to get a licence for that. Can I just be the devil's advocate and say to you, Tony, yeah. there are people out there when we talk about, say, even charity or feeding the homeless or you know helping people who are on drugs or all those things, who will say, by doing things like this, you can enable a problem. Now, I completely understand and I agree, but there are people out there who will think by doing this, all you're doing is continuing to enable the problem and there should be other ways of tackling drug abuse and drug use. And, and, and there is. This, this is there's, a, there's a national drug strategy which is wide-ranging from treatment and rehabilitation through to law enforcement, um, um, you know, um, education, uh, etc. So it's, it's a wide, there's a wide... There has to be a suite of services, obviously. Yeah, yes, yeah. of course. This is one of them. This is one of them. And this is, when you think about it, this is, a, for many people, this is the first step. People have lost engagement with their family. They've lost engagement with friends outside of the, 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 the drug-using um, uh, friends uh, and, and, and such. And um, this is where our staff, and they're very, very skilled, they, they go into an area, they walk, they, you know, they literally engage people, walk up to them, talk to them, encourage them to come. And the difference between this, this vehicle and any other vehicle we've used before is you can climb into it, you can sit down, there's some privacy, you can talk about um, your drug use, you can talk about other needs uh, around you know, referral pathways into treatment and rehabilitation. That's what I was going to say. There will be professionals yeah. on board who can yeah. give them advice yeah. and getting into treatment centres, etc., yeah. etc. Yeah, and we don't we don't facilitate drug use. We don't encourage drug use. I mean, the team are really, really good at engaging with people, uh, helping them to make healthier choices around their, their, their lifestyle. Because I think the only thing I've noticed, Tony, over the last, doing 20 years of talk shows when we talk about drug mm. use in Ireland, is that we're great people for continuing not to fix the problem, but to try and enable the problem and solve the problem, like the methadone programs, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. In other words, we're not really tackling the problem. All we're doing is keeping the problem, but maybe making it a bit safer, I suppose, to some degree, if we possibly can. But we're not actually tackling the problem of drug use. We're not educating people enough to tell them, you know, drugs are bad, et cetera, et cetera. We're, we're not really tackling the problem. I mean, we have so many treatment centres, but sadly, when we look at the statistics over the last 10 or 15 years, they're failing miserably because people are coming out, they're not finishing the treatment. Uh, when they do come out after the treatment, the statistics are pretty bad. I mean, look, good for the people who stay off them, but for the 80% or so that don't stay off them and go back on them again, it doesn't seem to be working. So what is the answer, Tony? So the genie is out of the bottle. Um, you know, we have a very significant drug problem, as we, as we said. There's, there's an awful lot of um, drugs um, being supplied, uh, you know, obviously getting into Ireland. Um, so uh, we've, got a, we've got a drug problem, um, and if he's in existence um, in 40 years next year, um, we, 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 we were established in response back in 1982 to that, that problem. So the reason I'm saying all that is, is because... We, what we have to do uh, and what we are doing is is engage with people, keep them safe as possible, looking for those solutions for people. I accept what you're saying about, you know, 
Uh, is it is it working? We do need to do things differently. That, I'm, I'm only asking, is there, is yeah. there something different we can do or a yes, different yeah, approach yes. to us? The first thing, and I think government is committed to this and through the national drug strategy, is, is to implement a health, a, a health response to drug use. So locking people up for uh, personal possession or, or arresting them and taking them through the courts we, is, is very clearly hasn't worked. So getting people to, to... Part of the problem with that is stigma. People not coming forward... For help and and particularly uh, there was a piece of research done there just before Christmas for women. Um, uh, you know, it 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 has, it has a devastating impact. Stigma does uh, in in that regard and criminalizing. And, and I and I have a two. Uh, sorry for interrupting, but I have a two pronged yeah. approach to that. And I, I'm kind of caught on the fence on that because as much as I think the stigma is awful, and I certainly don't want to pour scorn on some poor unfortunate you know who's on drugs and whose life yeah. has kind of gone on a downhill spiral. But also as well, I have three children. And I do want to continue to tell them that drugs are a bad thing, which is always going to then place a stigma on people who are on drugs, because I want to continue to tell them that drugs are bad, drugs are bad, drugs are bad. So how do we tackle that, still have that thing that drugs are bad, so we can discourage young people from even thinking about or going down that route, without actually stigmatising those who are already in that? I think, I think the, the thing with young, and you know, I have three children as well, and the thing, the thing with young people is, is they, they, you need to be honest with them about the risks that they're taking. Talking about drugs as if they're good and bad, you know, you've got to get the message across to people in a way that's meaningful to them, not meaningful to you and I. Um, obviously, I worry about my children. Obviously, I, I don't want them to do drugs. Um, but when I talk to them about drugs, I talk to them uh, about the risks that they, that, they, that they are taking. I have to be honest about the risks as well, about because not all dr- risks in terms of drug use depend on all drugs are risky. They, it depends on... They're life-changing, the, yes. Well, yeah, exactly. The administration of those drugs, injecting is probably the wor- obviously the worst. Uh, you know, you, you know the, the type of drugs that people take, and um, and if you if you sit and tell people that if you take drugs you'll die, and their friends are taking them, and no one you know thankfully has died, then then do they believe you or do they believe what they see um, in terms of their experience? So you have to be very honest about risk, and the risks are very very real. And but very, the risks are frank. becoming more dangerous yeah. because when, when I was yeah. young, between the age of eighteen and twenty one, and I spoke about this very openly on the air, you know, I smoked hash, you know, and I was with friends who did different things like LSD and magic mushrooms and all right. those kind of things. And then I got to about twenty years of age, and I kind of went, "Well, this is going nowhere. This is going to affect my life because I've seen other people who became a little bit dumb because we're smoking too much dope and all the, all the time." But I think nowadays the drugs, and from what I talk to people and listeners who are now on drugs nowadays and smoking hash and taking cocaine and whatever it is, they're very different, the drugs nowadays. They seem to be a lot more dangerous, or maybe that's my imagination. And I, and I think that's part of the problem, isn't it? It's like, you know, when you say it's not working, well, we're in the face of a, of, of a multi-billion dollar industry. About, it, may be a, it may be a black market, it may be a licit market, but nonetheless, it is a multi-billion dollar uh, industry. And, and drugs are more available they're more potent um they're more toxic uh, they're more risky um so we're, in, we're, we're working in the face of that uh when i say we i mean the analyphy and the hsc mm. and the, the, the government and and all the other ngos that that that's what we're working with and, and society and community and uh and it, it's a it's an uphill uphill battle um you know what you described there around your own personal um drug use career as it were, you know, like 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 it had a it had a beginning and it had an end. Um, that's many people's experience. Uh, many people do not use drugs at all, um, and there's all sorts of reasons for that. But I suppose you know the idea that people knowing something 
uh, is dangerous uh, is not enough to stop some people using uh, drugs. Clearly it's not because lots of people actually do use drugs in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I think, you know, we have to look at, you know, the underlying causes to that and what the rationales. So people use drugs not because of what they know, but because of how they feel. And, what, uh, and because of what they don't, and because of what they don't know, possibly as well. Yeah, and, yeah, right and maybe we should be tackling it like we did. I mean, we've done a wonderful job over the last fifteen years educating people around cigarette smoke, and yeah. and and how and we've reduced that drastically. I mean, at one stage we had eighty five, ninety percent of the population smoked. Now we're down to like thirty five percent. So we've done a wonderful job in that respect. So maybe we should do the same thing when it comes to drugs. But getting back very quickly because yeah. I'm running out of time. Sure, sure, uh, sure. This particular the Vanaliffy, which is the yeah. van that goes around. Now I I know I'm aware of the fact that you don't like to advertise exactly where you're going. Because, of course, uh, you, you don't want to draw too much attention to it. But it goes out four times a week. Yeah. And, you know, and it, does it go all over the city or, or how does that work? It go, we go to certain spots where we've identified that, that, um, that there's a significant problem. We won't go to, you know, commercial areas, you know, like Grafton Street or Henry Street or uh, O'Connell Street or anything like that. Um, because we can do those things on foot and we can engage with people there. This is... Um, you know, we will go around the city centre and we will go around just outside of the city centre um, where, where we know where people have, have been. And the reason we don't say exactly where we are is because we don't want to draw attention to those areas. Yeah. Those areas are already having a difficulty. You don't want to start saying... Stigmatising areas, of course, a, a yeah. Problem place. But, but we do, the people who need to know where we are, they, they know. The people, the people who use drugs there, they know. And when we go in, it's really important that we don't add any burden to the area. Um, so, obviously... We're engaged with uh, people who use drugs, but also members of the community there. And if 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 we're asked to move on, if we're asked to, we will we will move. You know, yeah. and that's the beauty of the mobile piece. And, and um, of course, and just for yeah. people listening as well, uh, uh, similar to the objections that came across from the injection centre, you would be conscious that in areas that you wouldn't be beside a school, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and all of those course, kind of things. Of course, course. yeah. Well, okay, very, well, look, it's a wonderful yeah. initiative, and, and it basically aims to provide sterile equipment, needles, crack yes. pipes, all that kind of stuff. And not only that, the most important part of this is to give support to those. In other words, you know, to volunteer information and maybe you know encourage people to go on to programs, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which is always a good thing, by the way. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Tony Duffin, and I appreciate you coming on the air today to talk Thanks to us. Thanks Take care. All right, there you go. Tony Duffin, CEO of the Anna Liffey Drug Project and the Vanna Liffey, which has been launched on International Overdose Awareness Day and it aims to reduce the risk of drug-related harms, which is always a good thing if you reduce, reduce risk. And we don't want to see people dying. That's the last thing we want. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.